This is Frank Dominguez for WDAV's Piedmont Arts. On Wednesday, April 14th at 7.30 p.m., the Noteworthy Concert Series debuts on Facebook Live. It's presented by WDAV in partnership with the Fair Play Music Equity Alliance and brings together gifted black and brown artists from the Charlotte music scene with classical musicians for some genre-blending, community-building music. The first concert in the series features singer-songwriter Arsena Schroeder with musical guest pianist Leonard Mark Lewis, violinist Lenora Cox-Leggett, and guitarist Chris Souter. All of them are joining me now via Zoom to talk about the concert. Welcome, everybody. Great to have you all here. Arsena, I'll start with you. Your music is influenced by R&B, pop, and folk, and it's been described as tackling topics of personal healing and empowerment. I'm curious about how you arrived at your sound in general and those particular themes. Oh, that's a good question. Well, I actually started music kind of late in college. Um, I had a friend who asked me to sing on a project of his, and I thought, I don't, I don't sing. That's what I told him, and he said, you do. Um, and so that was my first time writing and recording, and I fell in love with it. And then shortly after, I found, got a hold of uh, Lauren Hill's MTV's Unplugged performance. And it was very singer-songwriter, her, her guitar, and storytelling. And I thought, oh, if I can do it that way, then I do, I do sing and I can do music. So um, I kind of just pull from inspiration that is soulful, but still just very simple and uh, self-reflective in the content. Mark, let me ask you about your work. You're a composer as well as a pianist, and your works have been commissioned by orchestras such as Charlotte Symphony. How did you get involved in this particular project, and what's the collaboration been like? I was super pumped because initially I wasn't even going to be involved. I found out that I was going to be involved uh, what, like three hours before the first rehearsal. Mm -hmm. uh, I was told, oh, you have to be at this rehearsal. So uh, I, where's a keyboard? So I drove around trying to find a keyboard, uh, drive to, the, to Arsena's loft. Um, but I had heard her music before and I'm, I would probably got involved because I told the person in charge who happened to be my wife, I said, <laughs> I love this music. I want to play with her. And so um, that's probably how it happened. But um, it's been a wonderful experience. I mean, it was, it's so musical and, and uh, lyrical and and rhythmic and lush that it was easy i just came in and, and did my thing and i and and she was open to new ideas and all, all of those things so it was it's been wonderful from start to finish lenora let me ask you you have ties to the charlotte symphony too as a violinist in the orchestra apart from the stylistic difference how is working with arsena in this concert differed from the classical fair that you normally rehearse and perform? I'm used to somebody writing my notes for me and I work hard at that and I'm good <laughs> at that. So just having to go with my own instincts was new, a new experience. And it was really exciting and really fun. And I really enjoyed it, um, mostly because Arsena just made it so easy and relaxed and she was open to any ideas I wanted to try or not try or just explore. And it was just, she just made it. Arsina, let me go back to you for a moment and ask if there was any kind of trepidation, especially now that I've learned that you came to music rather late in life, about uh, heading into this project with classically trained musicians uh, such as Mark and, and Lenora. 
Yeah. I mean, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I don't know how this is going to work because we come from two different worlds. I come from the world of improv, just going with what feels good, uh, you know, just kind of playing by ear. Um, and then also just not having that formal training and being self-taught and knowing from experience that it normally can take like months or years for a band to jail well um, and have to have chemistry. And so I, I think we kind of hit the jackpot and it worked. Um, but I did kind of think like, oh, we're really rolling the dice here. This could either go really good or really bad. <laughs> well, I saw a little bit of the rehearsal, so I can attest to the fact that it's going really well. So Yeah, it went really great. Chris, let me bring you, you in on this and ask how you came to work with Arsena. I've known Arsena for a few years now. Uh, she, she worked with a friend of mine uh, on, uh, on, I think, one of her earlier EPs. And then, uh, long story short, he kind of stepped out of the engineering game and recommended me. And, and uh, we kind of talked and seemed to have a good rapport and seemed to work together. And it just kind of all fell into place from there. It sounds as if uh, many of our listeners might be uh, surprised at just what an active uh, music scene there is in Charlotte. I think you have to maybe look for it a little bit, but once you do discover it, you can find that there's a pretty lush community of, of musicians and artists all kind of working to help each other out. I think because it is a little bit, um, it can be a little bit of a struggle. So you kind of find that when you do discover and break your way into the music scene, that everyone is really, really open to helping each other out and, and working together. That's great to know. This next question is really for all of you. I'd be interested in your uh, individual thoughts on this. Uh, genres such as classical or pop or R&B are handy things for recording labels and for radio stations, I'll admit. But what do you as musicians and creatives think of that term genre? Arsena, let's start with you. I hate it because I want to play them all, but I do understand, you know, having a business mind that marketing wise, it's helpful for the audience to know, you know, if they're going to be drawn or attracted to what you create. But I mean, I pull from so many different aspects and one song could be one genre and another song can be another genre um, when you're creating freely. So I don't necessarily care for that label. Mark, how about you? I agree with Arsena. Postmodernism is alive and well. I don't think there's any one particular music that stands above another. And it's just, it's all, it's all there for the exact same reason. Lenora? I don't, I don't mind it. I like the idea of blending genres more than anything. Um, composers have always borrowed from each other. And I think exploring and being open to new genres is important. I have students that I was telling them, well, somehow it came up that they were, they don't think a violin would go in a rock band. And I said, actually, I'm playing in a rock band next week. <laughs> we're so excited by that. And so I think exploring new genres is important. And I have experience with that mostly because my husband's a rock musician and my son is nine and he's always showing me new things to listen to on YouTube. So it helps to explore. And Chris, uh, what's your experience been with that term as a, a working musician here in town? It's it's kind of a love hate relationship. I mean, it it obviously works and it has its it's has its purpose. But one of the most frustrating things is when you're, you know, working on an original project and then you know someone asks you, oh, what kind of genre is it? And it's like, oh, I, you know, I don't know. I haven't thought about it. Now let me try to like force it into this box into, oh, I guess it's rock, but it's also kind of pop. And then, you know, 
it, it can give people the wrong or right idea. So it has its utility, but it definitely kind of forces you to, to kind of think in a, in a, a weird way sometimes. Arsina, I'm going to give you the last word and uh, ask you to tell me a little bit or give the listeners a little bit of an expectation of what they can encounter when they uh, tune in for this uh, concert stream. Uh, what's the program going to be like? I feel relaxed, kind of like um, Mark said. It's pretty relaxed. I do some storytelling in between the songs. We've got some solos. Everybody gets a little solo in a moment. And so um, I don't know. I think it is something that you might find interesting to pleasing and pleasing to your ear just because we got the violin, which I've never had. Now I feel like I need violin on every single one of my songs moving forward. So Lenore, I'll be hitting you up. And, and we've got Chris on electric. Um, and I pulled Chris in because we've been playing together for years and I knew he could fill in some of the areas that I couldn't. But I go from electric guitar to acoustic guitar to tambourine. Um, Mark is on electric piano, grand piano. So, I mean, we really get a really good palette of music for your, your ears, I think. That sounds very tempting. And I know hearing that uh, a lot of folks are going to be interested in checking it out. Uh, my guests have been the performers for the first virtual concert in the new Noteworthy series from WDAV and Fair Play Music Equity Initiative. Singer-songwriter Arsena Schroeder, whose latest release, remixed and remastered the Unplugged EP, is available for download at arsenamusic.com. Pianist and composer Leonard Mark Lewis, violinist Lenora Cox-Leggett, and guitarist Chris Suter. The concert streams on Wednesday, April 14th at 7.30 p.m. And you can get more information and find a link to the Facebook Live event at noteworthyclassical.org. Everybody, thanks so much for speaking with me. Thank you. Thank thanks you. for having thanks. us. Appreciate it. For WDAV's Piedmont Arts, I'm Frank Dominguez.